Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 devoted moms out there. Happy Thursday. It is October 17th. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, Regina. Hey, Titasha. How are you? I am fabulous. I'm actually just a tad bit distracted because for the last about three to four minutes, I've had an ambulance go by every 30 seconds, either an ambulance oh, or a fire truck. I know what it is. What there is, is an international earthquake drill going on today. And all really? the first responders around, like, the world are supposed to be doing something as if an earthquake hit. So oh. I think that might be what it is. That was well, you know what? Moment, I hope that's right? what it is. That, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because they're supposed to be, like, really acting like there's a, a major emergency. So let's just hope well. we're, yeah. We're hoping that's what that is. So, um, I hope that's what that is. <laughs> Happy Thursday, devoted moms all over the world. We're really excited to be with you another Thursday. We thank Sylvia Global, our um, sponsor, for letting us be with you here today. Um, today is Thursday, but it's also October 17th. And I uh, just want to say that I, I, a few years ago, around this you know, they, um, uh, there was a baby being born, and uh, by candlelight, because it was a really long time ago, um, <laughs> but, you know, the, the doctor made it through the woods into the cabin, and, and, the and oh, and they were boiling water. What is um, going on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just envisioning what happened if, when uh, Carlos came into the world. Oh my God! I think he was born in. I think he was born in a hospital though. It was a manger. It was a manger. Okay, my bad. So <laughs> devoted moms, <laughs> I've got the glitter um, that's in my eyes at times. Um, I've got the, uh, the 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 rock behind my back sitting next to me. Um, my life partner Carlos Hardy, and I'm really happy that he's deciding to join Tasha and I today. Yay. Good morning, Father. Well, good afternoon, Hello. I should say. Didn't know where you are. Hi. <laughs> so it's your birthday. Um, it is Tasha T. Today is. Yeah, he's turning 30. Again. That's a good age. Absolutely. It is. So if you're 30, that means I need to change my age. <laughs> um, You would be an embryo. Diapers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> good effect, Tosh. Good effect. Thanks, thank you. Um, one of devoted moms. One of the things that we talk about a lot is having a really good support system for you know when you're trying to be a devoted mom. Mm -hmm. And so, um, in addition to it being Carlos's birthday, I also wanted us to kind of talk about what it means support systems look like. Um, Carlos has been on our Phenomenal Father segment yeah. uh, a while ago. It was actually when we were still doing telephone. So mm -hmm. this is his 
first time doing the hangout with us, Tosh. Yeah. I have yeah. forgotten that. We're gonna have to pull we're gonna have to pull Kenny back in too. Absolutely. Yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> so, um so Tasha, you know, well Carl's what usually happens is we check in with each other and talk about what's happened since our last um time on the air. And so Tasha, what's going on in your world? Woo, I got a lot going on. Let's see. Um the construction has started. Uh, for the All renovation, right. the renovation, we're at devoted moms out there. I need your advice. Uh, I know there's probably some moms out there who've gone through a construction and living in the property at the time of construction, having children, maybe even being a stay-at-home mom like myself, trying to live with uh, construction. So if you have any advice you can give me, it would be much appreciated on how to get through the next, I'm going to say 12 weeks. They say... Mm-hmm. Eight to ten. I'm gonna say twelve. So um, to give myself a little cushion there. But um, so they just kind of did a little bit of the groundwork yesterday, and then an inspector has to come today or tomorrow to make sure that part was done, and then we'll go to the mm-hmm. next phase. So this is kind of mm-hmm. easy and no major noise or anything as of yet. So that started this week. Um, ooh, I took over handling the bills and the budget. This week. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Um, so. Now, <laughs> now um, t- in Tasha's household, devoted moms, uh, her other half is is the bank man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the budget man. He's the you know the number the guy who, who who counts the pennies and the right. beans and all of that. So this is like huge major. <laughs> This is major. This is major. Yeah. But what, what we've come to the, the conclusion is that handling the money and the bills is actually a source of uh, anxiety and frustration for him. And it actually, I see it much differently coming from being a single mom some years ago and really being in some serious struggle, having to stretch $5 for a whole week and that kind of stuff. You know, I just see our circumstances much differently. And so I see it with a different eye, and um, and he doesn't. So we just, <laughs> we just had a conversation. I said, well, why don't I just take it over and let's see how it goes. You know, and if that, you know, it might cause him more anxiety to know that I'm in charge, so we might have to switch. But I don't know. Okay, so, so far it's been good. Well, you all also went through Dave Ramsey's mm-hmm. Financial Peace University, right? Um, and devoted moms, if you um, if you just want to think about how you look at money, but also how you prepare for future and current um, resources, you may want to check David Ramsey out. Um, he does these totally. courses all over the world, um, and I know that you all went through it. And it was interesting because mm-hmm. Kenny was all gun ho on creating a budget and. Sticking to it, and you were actually very um, passive and aggressive. I was anti-budget. <laughs> I was anti-budget. And at that point, yeah. he had been—you know—he had been handling the bills himself for such a long time mm-hmm. that I kind of was like, well, I, you know, I didn't want to really know. I was just like, well, you know, you're doing your thing. I trust you. You know, it's all good. So it's this. This definitely is a shift in me wanting to be more. Um, 
you know, just knowledgeable and maybe even taking the reins on, on how we handle the bills. And we still do the budget together every month and all that, so he's still very much involved. But just more of the, the day-to-day and keeping everything balanced will be will be my job now. So far, uh, so well, far, so good. Well, it's, kind of, it's kind of funny. It's, it happened, what, like yesterday, right? No, like uh, <laughs> Friday, last Friday. Okay, so, okay, okay. So you're a weekend. Yeah. But it was funny. Um, girlfriend, you the first thing you said is you're now in charge mm. of oh, the video. Yeah. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> you did. I, just, I did. You know, I just. It was just a little note, you know, that you're now in charge. If right. someone's not, you know, in charge, so cool. yeah. we'll see how that goes. We'll see. But you know what? One of the things that I continue to admire about you and Kenny's relationship is that you are willing to stretch. And if something's not working as well as it could be, um, you both seem to be on the same page to figure out how to make it better. Yeah. And so I've always admired that about your relationship. And so I think that um, I think that you know I think that it'll it'll work out. It'll work out fine, especially if it reduces you know, the pressure that he feels. Right, um, right. Because nobody, so. you know, nobody wants to call, wants to, you know, sit idly by as someone is, is struggling with something that, I mean, you just really have a different outlook on it. Yeah. So, Carlos. Yes, ma'am. Carlos, um, let's you to this conversation. Hopefully not along the lines of budget, because <laughs> I am terrible with that. Can we change this <laughs> But it does. I. But you know what? We're gonna take advantage because devoted moms. We have a you know some testosterone on the um, you know on the air with us. And you know typically we have someone who's totally talking about what kind of father they are. Um. But we really want you to join in and and just kind of say what is your thought around how couples handle money and and have conversations around that. You know, it's really interesting. I I just heard something on the radio the other day. I think it was. Uh, D.L. Hughley has a show now on, on syndication mm-hmm. radio, and they were talking about the checklist that women go through before they'll consider marrying somebody. It's like they want your credit score. Of course, you have to be employed. doesn't hurt if you have some money in the bank. So finances are playing a big part these days in initiating relationship, especially when you're talking about being on a path toward recovery. Uh, folks are now asking, I want to see what's in your suitcase. Not, I'm in love with you totally. Show me the suitcase, <laughs> the financial suitcase, you know? Right. I'm, I'm right. serious, and, and it just made sense now, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you're talking about a lifelong commitment with somebody, mm-hmm. and, and they're bringing tons and tons of financial baggage mm-hmm. into the relationship, you're starting out from a stressful position, especially if they aren't being honest and disclosing right. on the front end. Yeah, I, I agree. And how, really and how they're handling it. And how they're handling it. Sometimes you have unforeseen situations that happen before, you know, you even met this person. And but how are you showing them that you can handle it and you're you're aware of it and you're making it better versus, oh, I don't even know what my score is or I don't know how much I owe. I have no idea how much I have in the bank. You know, that kind of stuff. That those are red flags more so than, okay, this is my situation. I'm went through a divorce, I, you know, blah, 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 but this is my plan to, you know, make my financial situation better. And that's really, I think, what people are looking for, um, you yeah. know, being aware of what it is and what are you doing about it. I don't know. I, I, I totally missed that class. 
Heaven, heaven forbid that you, somebody is your target to somebody because of your credit rating. I mean, your credit rating is through the roof. You've got an excellent job, and, and that's what's attractive, what yeah. makes you attractive to them. That's like my daddy. I don't know anybody. <laughs> well, I, I think the other part about it, too, is I think that if you're looking for a partner, it also depends on where you are in life. Because yeah. I, I think that sometimes we want folks to have stuff that we're lacking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you come to the table with that, I mean, and, you know, just short of being 30 or so, you probably have accumulated some debt. Um, but I think how you manage it, how you, you know, where you seeing yourself in the future, um, how do you do when you don't have anything, you know, when it does get rough. To me, yeah. those are just as important. Yeah. Um, this one who's touting an incredible, you know, um, credit score, they've got the big house, they've right. got the great job. Because, you know, when it's all said and done, that stuff doesn't mean anything because it can, it can be lost so quickly. And we've seen right. that happen right. where, you know, I know folks who are making six figures, almost half a million dollars, and that's not, you know, the, the company restructured. Right. Um, and their and their lives are completely different now. Well, what did they have to do to reach that salary level? What did they have, have to, to give sacrifice? Up? Have to right. sacrifice. Um, right. Um, emotional or relationship wise mm-hmm. or right. some otherwise, you know. And and so it's a case of maybe overcompensating. You know, I can provide That's you true. with uh, the the baby mansion, the Mercedes, mm-hmm. the clothes. Mm-hmm. Just don't ask me to be emotionally available to you, present or right. you know, or don't question me because I have some some other habits, whether right. it's substance related or, or something else, gambling or or whatever. Right, so, that's a good point. And right. you just don't know until you go into it. Right. Really. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess relationships should start um, maybe including resumes. <laughs> resume. God forbid. I mean, I'm a romantic. I'm like. <laughs> Did you yes, you are, honey. When they walked in the room, oh, he smells so good. I mean, literally, um, but Amasi smells really good right uh, now. Um, you know, I, I think I'm more value driven. I'm like, does he believe in God? Does he um, believe in in parenting and being responsible in his community? I mean, right. I want to see your voter registration card more than I. And not just the registration card, but I actually would like to see the slip where you actually did vote. Yeah, where's the sticker? Where's your sticker? Yeah, where's your sticker? Where's your I voted sticker? Where is it? Right. Somebody put this on the ground and I picked it up and put it on. Well, at least you made the attempt to, you know, if you're going to perpetrate, you know, perpetrate perpetrate that. Right. Yeah. So, like, I want to know, like, how did you, how do you, what's your relationship with your mother? Mm. Um, what's your relationship with your, do you have friends? Do you have a circle of friends and what are those friends like? Cause I think that, I think that says a lot about a person, um, and their priorities for me. Right. Again, I didn't grow up with a whole lot of money, but I didn't grow up with a whole, with a little bit of money either. Um, I think my parents made it happen. And so, yeah. yes, we, I had some hand-me-down clothes, but I also had new clothes. Um, our lights weren't off. We didn't move. I mean, my parents are in the same house that my grandmother grew up in. Yeah. So we're in a three-generational house. Right. Uh, and my parents are still there. So, you know, money was important. I think savings was a really big thing with, with my, 
you know, with my family, if I think about how my family looks at money, it mm -hmm. is having a little bit of a cushion. And right. that, you know, that plays into how I look at money. If I, if I have a little bit of a cushion or now I think it's more based on faith, knowing that cushion is there. Um, I just may not know. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know which where it is. It might be on my arm, under my arm, or behind my back. But there's a right. cushion um, that you know that you kind of have to balance out. Times have changed, and you know, I'm I'm a little more seasoned than both of you ladies. But and I'm the I'm the oldest of eight, and yeah, just a tag. Do we have a sound effect for that? Yeah. <laughs> So I'm a, I'm a tad more seasoned, a devoted mom. But look, the bottom line is I was, I was the oldest of eight. My mom was a stay-at-home mom mm -hmm. until, oh, here, sound effect comes in all yeah. Not until, until um, probably the early 70s, mm -hmm. all right? And my dad was in the military. And so we made do on my dad's salary. Right. And, and so, and my mom didn't go to financial institute, anything, but she knew how to stretch a buck. Of course, right. uh, things were a lot less expensive than they are today. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think uh, the kids' um, concept of, of what they needed to be fulfilled mm -hmm. has changed a lot. Totally. We didn't have the $150 sneakers. We didn't have all the electronics. We didn't have to have cable. Right, I mean, right. most of our entertainment was you go outside in the morning and you come back in when the streetlights come in. But I yep. remember uh, the things you could do with eggs. I remember the things you could do with peanut butter. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I remember uh, rice cereal and I remember oatmeal. And, you know, so those kind of things. I think today it's a lot different. There are a yeah. lot more uh, uh things that are pulling on you that want your money. You can just look at what they're advertising on TV. Mm -hmm. And I right. think we're literally being bombarded. And so to be a manager of the household finances, you really need to be disciplined. Mm -hmm. you know? yes. And you both True. need to be on the same page and moving towards the same goal. Right. You know? Now you have to build in some fun time, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. because you can't be all strict 100% no. of the time. That's what right. I like about Ramsey's course is that he really talks about mad money and the need mm -hmm. that it, you know when you start to feel like you're being denied something then that only works so long yeah. right um and no right. one likes it i've heard it actually instead of using the term budget um i've heard it used uh as a spending plan and yeah. so there's there's this thought that there's going to be spending and there's also going to be savings but mm -hmm. it is how you allocate the, right. the different sources. So can I ask a question? Tasha, I know that Regina involves her children in the finances of the family. So mm -hmm. that when she tells them we can't do this today because we don't. So do you and Kenny, is this a family uh, thing or is it just the parents right now? You know, you know I know your daughter's a cheerleader. I know right. KJ is, is coming up and getting a little older. And that, that little angel that you got, I, I love the... Uh, uh picks from the laundromat the other day. I know. <laughs> but at least you're teaching her about money because I understand she likes to put the quarters in put the machine. Put the quarters in. She you know? knows it costs money to wash quarters, clothes. Baby, does it? <laughs> right, right. So do you involve your kids in this? We do. You know, we might not have an extravagant Christmas. Something yeah, along that line? Do. Yeah, we definitely include them in some things and, and let them know how much things uh, cost. 
Um, we definitely have them involved in things that they want. You know, so if you yeah. want this video game, it's based on one, uh, this is how much it is. It's first based on your grades and your behavior at school, and those have to be up to par oh. to even think about getting the video game. And then the other thing is we make a deal, too. Um, well, you can save half or 30%, whatever percentage we feel that they need to save for that particular item before they can get it. So it's not just, yeah, $70 game, let's just go out and get it for you. Um, and sometimes, you know, they'll say, oh, is it because it's, you know, too much and you don't have it? No, that's not always it. It's not always about just because, you know, we put it that don't mean you're going to get it, you know. Yeah. Um, and then we also, you know, instead of an allowance, we don't call it an allowance. We call it a commission mm -hmm. um, because yeah. I get paid on commission and so does Kenny. And so we make that connection that if we don't do our job, we don't get paid. And that's the same for you guys. And so they have chores that they check right. off every week on the refrigerator. And, uh, and if they're not done or if they've only done some of them, then they just get paid for what they did. And sometimes they don't get paid anything, you know, depending on the week. So right. that's definitely how we include Ooh. them in being a part of, you know, right. financially taking care of themselves. Well, you know what? I have a six-year-old, and I've had to. We've started to have conversations about gratitude and being grateful. You yeah. know that that I was gainfully employed for uh, all my life, and made it the decision in February to leave my last job and to actually start my own company. And so yeah. my income level mm. just took yeah. a major nosedive, and and I, I stepped out on faith. And, yeah. and it wasn't, you know, that I had a prayer and God said, this is what you're going to do. My life partner was my biggest support and encourager because at my age, I felt like I wanted to do something that I would feel totally fulfilled in. But my yeah. son is like, he wishes he had something that somebody else had where we might have right. eaten out three or four days a week at nice restaurants. Mm -hmm. Now maybe it's a couple of days. And so I have to, and, and you know, he wants a bigger house. You know, I have really? to, yeah, I have to share to him that, you know, we're blessed that we can drive up in our old right. car and get right. out and walk to the door and stick a key in and our lights are going to be on. So right. it's, exactly. it's sort of, and I think we're preparing, I'm preparing him for when he has to do this. But I right. talk a lot exactly. about gratitude, just being grateful. Yeah, That's, it is kind of hard to, it, I, I heard a, um, I don't know if it was the Joyce Myers or something, but where it was said that you can't express gratitude if you're complaining. Mm. Yeah. And, they and they, they, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like fear and faith for, right. you know, that I've often talked about. I think one of the things that's important too is my parents never really told us if they were struggling. Mm -hmm. So for a while, my struggling felt like a failure. Okay. And then I later learned and started noticing, you know, we ate at grandmother's house almost twice a week, mm -hmm. which stretched our budget, you know, stretched our right. food budget. Right. Um, and I know that we had times where we were, were it was strapped because my dad wasn't working or um, he was working for my grandfather at his shop because he was in between. Mm -hmm. But we never felt, we never felt an impending doom. Right. And so I think that there's that it's important that children understand that yes, you're gonna have to make some decisions about what your priorities are. Mm -hmm. Um the girls now every Wednesday their school store. School store is full of crap. I mean, it's just full of <laughs> junk. It right. drives me crazy. 
I throw half of it away, and the other half I I end up throwing away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it all gets thrown away eventually. <laughs> but you know, they come home with like erasers that are shaped like a dollar, a one dollar right. bill. Right. Okay, so you want this, but then we roll over to five and below, and you know, you want this Halloween outfit, and the Halloween outfit uh, would look great with these press-on nails. Right. Well, you know, either you want that eraser from the dollar store or, I mean, from the uh, school store, which I'm all for supporting the school and raising money, um, but you've got to make some decisions because we right. can't do it all. Right. And, and it's funny because they will now say when they talk about something, they'll say, is this an either or? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> of, you know, of their decision, like either I can say I want both. Or mm-hmm. I need to say which one I'd rather more. That's uh, good. And to me, like, keeping that dialogue going, like, I don't like to hear them say, well, Mommy, I know you don't have any money, but. Um, right. It, yeah. I I probably don't have something for us to go to McDonald's, but, you know, we've got lots of blessings. We right. We live in a very comfortable environment, and we are able to do lots of things. And, and they even will start to say, you know, when I'm feeling all anxious about it, the things that make them happy really don't cost anything. No. I mean, that's, that's our own stuff, I think, as parents. That Definitely. we, you know, think they've got to have this stuff. And it's funny because our um, helping, letting them help you make the choices, you actually, I come out better. Mm-hmm. You know, they'd rather go to the Dollar Tree than the Target because they, can get five items from the dollar tree. <laughs> yeah. Versus maybe one thing from Target. Exactly. So, still jump. <laughs> but we are starting to be more conscious. Now, the holidays are coming. Oh, my gosh. Um, I was in Home Depot yesterday with a friend of mine, and the Christmas trees are up. Oh, yeah, they've been yeah. up. And for those who are around the world, Christmas trees started coming up, I think, in September for some for some of yep. the the merchants, you know what? Well, it's just not fair the way they do it. So, so they just had right. a story on TV. I think it's like Macy's, who traditionally has always closed on Thanksgiving. They're uh-huh. going to open like six o'clock in the afternoon, and they're going to stay open for twenty four straight hours. No. Okay. What I like about that is they have to have employees, and someone's going to be able to make some money. Yeah, but somebody's not going to be able to. Somebody's not going to want to be there. There is somebody that's Absolutely. not going to want to be there, and they're going to have to be there. And it's not like they're going to pay the employees okay. a commission on the fact that they're going to make a boatload of money. They're still going to get their eight, nine hours. Yeah, yeah, that's so, supporting. So they're going right through the Black Friday. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're totally. Just going straight through. I, I think they're going to call it like Orange Wednesday or something. Oh, yeah. You know, we're going to start, just, like, let's start on Monday. Right. I mean, where does it stop? Again, it is up to us. I think we have to stop it. Yeah, you know, I think we have to stop it. And I think that, you know, with the holidays coming, starting to, yeah, no. I think we need to recognize what it is also. It's some corporation that's trying to figure out how to increase their bottom line. And their mission in life is to get you to give up your hard-earned money. Mm-hmm. In a lot of cases, for stuff you really don't need or you don't need at that moment, right. you can do some delayed gratification Later. stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Or if you're really patient, wait for that to the holidays when it goes. <laughs> I know. 
Well, yep. and you know what, Devoted Moms, one of the ways of starting to think now, like I was in um, Sam's today, and I have a, a friend who loves chocolate. You know what Sam's is? Um, I was in a store, one of, the, one of those um, stores that are like wholesale stores. Mm-hmm. And so I actually saw um, this really cool hot chocolate mug that had like marshmallows and different types of hot chocolate um, and even had like sprinkles, had cinnamon in there, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, but I looked at it and I said, I looked at it and I said, I could do that. I could go and find a mug from maybe the Dollar Tree and right. I could buy, you know, some packs of hot chocolate and I could buy, I mean, I could make this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it made me start to think about doing that earlier where usually mm-hmm. I'm doing that like the night before. Last I mean, I minute. grew up right. going on Christmas Eve to buy them. So I really do see changing it, and some of it is because it doesn't make sense in an economic in an economic. Right. Fashion. We could pass that on, make your own one to our kids with the Halloween costumes. Oh, the Halloween costumes! I know, I agree. Or in buying a Halloween costume for less than thirty-five dollars. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so one of the things I guess is kind of just kind of saying, you know, we're thinking about the pre, um, the pre-holidays, uh, starting to think ahead of time and making some decisions, but including our kids in those decisions, or our children are significant right. in those decisions. They're important. And so, you know, Carlos, thank you, thank you for you know chiming in with us. Um, excuse? No, you're not. Oh. <laughs> You know, I just I want to take uh, take this moment to thank Sylvia Global for the opportunity to do to do our show for for my best friend and I to be able to check in every single week. Uh, we are incredibly grateful. So thank you so much, Sylvia Global. 